Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. My name is Jules Gill and I'm joined by two lovely men who have just come back off of a very, very important trip. No, it was not to solve world hunger or to establish peace in the Middle East. Apparently, according to them, it was much more important. I'm joined by Ben Roy Turner. Hello there. And Gareth Morgan. Ahoy, hi. And they have just come back from playing Outriders. Yeah, a bit of a Bit of a disappointment considering the uh, other options that were on the table there. But you know what, guys? You t- you chose to do that. That's absolutely fine. Did what we need to, man. You I did mean, indeed. Yeah. Outriders itself wasn't a disappointment. So in, in all the things, quite good. <laughs> I mean, the world. So the so you guys have uh, just come back from a trip. You went out to Poland, uh, courtesy yeah. of Square Enix. So thank you very much for sending us out there to play Outriders. Now this is going to be a launch title for the next generation of consoles. So effectively, you guys got to play pretty much the first time that we're going to get a chance to play a first uh, yeah, next generation console yeah that's like um, that, that's the pitch because they say holiday 2020 and mm. obviously holiday what's coming. It, it doesn't leak into 21 and we know the game consoles are coming out holiday season so mm. it's just we wait. I think we're waiting for a few trailers to come out and then really mm. confirm the date I think maybe around E3 they'll give us a specific mm. but um, yeah it's, it's cross gen so it's actually coming out on PS4 Xbox mm. One we Xbox on One X and Series X and yeah I mean, I, I had a look at the uh, footage that you guys brought back as well. It's, it's a pretty nice looking title because it's oh, yeah. made by um, the uh, People Can Fly, People isn't fly. it? Who uh, had a hand in the Gears of War franchise. They, well, there was yeah. two studios that were working together. On Gears this. Judgment and also Bulletstorm. Oh, Bulletstorm. So they were, what a game, by the way. They were quite um, friendly with Epic for a while, so they were under the sort of umbrella and like doing other games with them. But yeah, it's weird because I, as I said to Gareth earlier today that this felt like a mixture between a gears and a bullet storm style thing where you're mm. you'll get you've got cover based combat and it's like you're kind of like fought for combat but at the same time you can just run out there and you can try and do some combos with your powers and mm. things like that and really get involved and stuck in I, lo- I love the idea of it because uh, I didn't really know anything about this game until it was like sent up for the trip and obviously there was a bit of a teaser at E3 yeah. wasn't there that's the only thing that was that's really out there so it gives, gives away nothing compared to in terms of the actual game we found that as soon as the, because we only had that information mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. going into the actual trip we were like oh we are a bit blind coming into this. What, what, yeah. what are we going to expect? Isn't, but isn't that quite exciting in a way? Because like I missed the days of like not shadow launching games, but obviously just being drip fed information mm. that was just like you know you you would get it in snippets in magazines. That would be your only source of information. Yeah. Like back when I was a yeah. kid, it would be like if it wasn't an official PlayStation magazine or whatever, I wouldn't know about mm-hmm. it. You'd go to Blockbuster and see a case, and like, I like that cover. Oh, can we have this game? It almost felt like that like weird video game speed dating where you know nothing. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Apart from obviously the details we've been given. Well, hopefully you both were left satisfied by oh, the game big afterwards. Time. Big time. I was um, su- I'm seriously surprised because yeah. obviously it just 
you, there's always some s- s- skip, s- no speculation. Is mm. it speculation? Yeah. When you like, you go into a thing in like a skepticism. Yeah, skepticism. Skeptical. I was skeptical. <laughs> a spectacle. Because uh, when you hear nothing and you almost mm. let it go dark for a year, you kind of like wonder like is something wrong? Yeah. yeah. Trying to hide something. But then we played it, and from the intro that we um, weren't allowed to record and like kind of gloss over a bit, but and then going into the actual game, it was like, wait, this isn't. This is something they're trying to do new, and it's like mm. a. I've not played a free player co op game in a while where it felt like it's taking the best bits from the games that I tend to feel like feel like a job. Like it's not a live service yeah. game, and it hasn't got loot boxes, and it feels like it's not as grindy as you would say. Okay. And there is a lot of emphasis on loot and like picking up new like armor pieces yeah. and new guns and stuff like that. But at the same time, these were coming fast and fast and furious and yeah. they felt satisfying so what's the actual sort of premise of the game then like because uh, for people who haven't heard of this and obviously there's not that much information going about mm. like try and sum it up in the elevator pitch i guess from uh do you want to go again well, you, you kind of you land in that world of enoch um you for, i don't know how much we can kind of go into how, how you get to the world of enoch but once mm. you're there i think the idea is that that humans are just trying to kind of check, use this place as a, a new base really and yep. a new civilization which always happens we always think we can start over and make things better but you know what we can't we can't and then later on we we realize that this this planet is not what it first seemed Ooh. there's there's been an anomaly that's black goo black goo oh everyone's favorite a, stuff a, isn't a, it? a bit like prometheus and yeah. i'll keep emphasizing that i'm not the quality of Prometheus that some people don't like that film but yeah they go to oh, a mysterious yeah. Roy. after your love of Colin Salmon's appearance in yeah. Resident uh, Evil I'm pretty safe to say that your movie choices are I mean I like Colin Salmon's appearance in Alien vs Predator as well so uh, but the thing is with Prometheus going back to the same sort of franchise yeah yeah uh, they land on a planet that they're trying to find out like maybe find or like Alien Covenant where they're trying to find something mm. new to live and as you said Gareth there's an anomaly anomaly an anomaly I can't it's speak an today and a lot <laughs> with the black goo there's also an event that happens yeah. which sort of changes everything and people are like oh this is yeah so this is yeah. not what we are signed up for okay. and then there's a, a bit of a time jump I like that Ooh, though it's because brilliant. you look at some of the trailers um, I think they'll be going out just before this mm. and some of the, like the guns and look really like organic and weird as if they're all grown yeah. and people like we saw one of them in the gameplay where it morphed with like metal and stuff well this is the interesting thing is that when I was watching the footage you guys brought back you uh, concluded your uh, time with the game it seemed with a big boss battle Yes. And the, what we thought was a big boss battle. And we was promptly yeah, told yeah. it wasn't a boss. <laughs> well, it, was, it was just a sub-boss. Just, just yeah, just a captain. Oh, just a captain. Just captain Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Well, the um, uh, the weapon that he was firing looked like it was um, out of... Have you, seen, have you guys seen the film Existence? It's I'm a real... Oh, man, it's a no. weird film. It's like a sci-fi film where they build a, gu- a gun out of bone and cartilage. Oh, and that right. is basically what he looked like he yeah. was firing. Like, it was all like a living organism that yeah. shot bloody lightning. It, oh. And the lightning followed you guys around. Yeah, now, I didn't I'm, like that. now, I'm going to hazard a guess out of the two of you because obviously there was two uh, different <laughs> gameplay that came yes. back. Now, Gareth, <laughs> this is not meant to be harsh. Okay. You said to me before this trip, you were like, listen, man, like, I, I, play, a, I play a lot of FIFA. I play, like, you know, bits and bobs like that. But, you know, I'm not a, not a hardcore X game. Game at XX69. No, no. <laughs> but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. 
Were you by any chance to go with a sniper rifle? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted safety, okay? Just Fantastic. Safety. But you know what? If you are watching the footage and have gone over to the What Culture Gaming channel and seen the footage there, I love it because Gareth isn't actually aiming for the heads. That's not what he's doing. No, he's giving them warning shots. He's, make, he's giving them a chance to change their ways. It's time with them. Yeah, exactly. time with them, man. It's, it's, all about, it's all about the, like, the emotional and mental manipulation yeah. with your battle style. I could definitely tell that you were yeah. the one, though, because not yes. only have you got a serried history with um, uh, the Gears of War franchise, I so do. I can see you jumping from cover to cover, but I was like, now what does Ben Roy like about Gears of War? Oh yeah, he likes Nashes and shotguns, and then all I saw was you with a shotgun <laughs> just, just going, <laughs> blum, blum, blum. Occasionally using the Pyromancer ability to yep. set people on fire, but mainly in their face. Now oh, that, is a, that is a key point about this game, because there is a lot of focus on shooting and or looting, but one of the things that I noticed was that every single... You guys had very different powers. It I seemed was a that devastator, I so believe. Is, yeah. So is this a class-based game where yeah. you build a character, or is it something that you just choose from one of four, like a heavy, a sniper, and this and that? Because I don't know how you guys started from point A and ended up at point B. It was very Pokemon. You pick your Pokemon at the start. Okay. Yeah, so, you so you choose a tree, like a skill tree sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. There right. will be four classes, but we got to see three of them. Mm. Uh, I, I wonder <clears> why they kept the fourth one. Yeah, I'm quite I'm curious what they could it. do with the fourth one. Interesting. But um, the So I played as the Pyramid because okay. obviously I recognize our oh, pyromancer so that's a name I know I'm gonna pick yeah. this yep. I like fire and um, not that I'm an arsonist <laughs> and <laughs> from there they have like three key abilities that you can map to uh, if it's PS4 it'll be like R1 L1 and, like the shoulder yeah, buttons, shoulder buttons, and the same with like Xbox but so the, ma the main sort of one on the, the left bumper would be a power where you can sort of like launch fire through the floor and it comes up from behind cover. Yeah, so that they can't amazing. And it goes uphill. So I'm really like, I, I hate it when you do these abilities in other games when like- They just hit, yeah, the, just yeah. they hit the sort of like sort of the ramp of the hill yeah. and you're just yeah. like, that's clearly not, not where I want yeah. It goes up that, goes up that and gets oh, them. Good. And it, it doesn't necessarily kill most of them like straight away, but if you put a few bullets into them, you see them launch up into the air and explode. Love that. It, but then you can set them up for other people as well. Right, yeah. Because I, I saw that happen a few times. So the enemies, it seemed that they rose up out the yeah, they glowed green or yellow yeah. and yeah. they exploded. Was that what they would do normally if you just shot them dead with bullets or is it something No, that, that's because so of the it's power. A, so it's a chaining thing. So if yeah. you had a group of enemies hiding behind a wall and one of them rose up, you shot that or whatever, yeah. it exploded, it would do damage to them. So and it what, breaks your heart when, yeah. when you're like kind of working away on someone you're like, yeah, yeah, I want to destroy this person then you just suddenly see them start glowing. I'm like, dude, <laughs> they dude, stole my kill. You stop, stop, my kill. stop it. <laughs> and um, there's one for... R1 and L1 LB um, RB it just like sends out a wave around you mm. to so sort of like, like crowd freeze them in sort yeah. of like magma sort of crust and then you can sort of take pot shots at them oh, from there oh that's cool yeah. so it basically like leaves them in a vulnerable state and yeah. then you can finish them off yeah. and like the other ability that I got to use as a Pyromancer was kind of like a, like the first one but it was a more of a wider range and just yeah. like throwing a gulf of fire at people and then you can yeah. get multiple. Like a wall of flames sort yeah. of thing. And then what was the character abilities you uh, had? I, I was the Devastator and I had, um, I believe my R1 was the, was it that the flying kind of Yes. Going in and out. It yeah, your, your, your guy kind of jumped back off the map and and was suspended in air and then came back down. To, was it, like can you meteor. attack people? Oh, big, like a meteor. Was, big oh, slam. Right. Yeah, it was the big body slam. And like, it was, re it was really good as well because when you were snipering from a distance, you could get straight back into the action. That's cool. So he'd I, be off killing and I'd go. I noticed you used it in some really useful ways as well because there was the battle with the lightning guy that and he had guy. lightning going on the floor, but yeah. you decided to jump up technically off of the map get and away. then you held yourself 
yourself there until the lightning went away. And I was yeah. like, that's brilliant. You can avoid like how environmental hazards that way. But there's, but this is, I think, one of the genius parts of the game. There's no tutorial thing going, hey, why didn't you try this? You have to figure everything out yourself, and oh, organically you cool. realize, right, I can get around this by doing this, this, and this. Ah. But um, we should jump, we jump ahead a, a minute to that encounter. Mm. Uh, that power was key for us mm. to beat that um, the captain. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, because when he was pulling up his shield, he was actually regenerating. Regenerate, and we didn't have enough like firepower to stop him regenerating. Somebody was getting very frustrated. <laughs> that we, uh... I was, I was like, "What is going on here? Why have we spent 17 minutes yep. on this one man?" Cut it down really short for the video, obviously. I run out of sniper bullets. But um, <laughs> I'm screaming at Gareth, "Go and get more ammo! The box is back there." <laughs> yeah, Just... but, but then I see on his footage, he go to the ammo box, and he would have electrified it, so he was dying yeah. if he was trying to kill. I mean, people. sometimes you just gotta take a hit just to yeah. carry on with the fight. I had a pistol. <laughs> How many people can you have in a group? Three. That's a weird number. Yeah, yeah. Got this. We yeah. did play with a third guy at one point. Okay. And then when we had all three classes together, that's quite cool. And we did get a chance to quickly jump in there as a, a solo, which is it's not overwhelming, but there was just like, you know, you're, you're dealing with all these enemies with just a single person. Yeah. I would probably recommend a two or a three. I feel like you're missing out a little bit because it's like going to a, a club with your friends and then going on your own. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's still the same like, club, but it's a bit like the, the, the vibe has changed yeah. considerably. And it's good to chain them all and, up. And I can't do all of these drugs. <laughs> Not on my own. Not, Not on my own. <laughs> I've tried that before <laughs> and it's ended badly. Speaking of monster abilities. Sorry. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of drugs, the uh, third <laughs> class, the trickster, yeah. actually was a bit trippy because you would do sort of similar moves to the Paramount. So, like, instead of a launch, you had this weird sort of like swipe, almost like you had a sword for a second, but it's okay. almost like a beam of light. Ooh, but okay. if you had. Um, the second ability, if you had them, you can encase them in like a slow mo bubble so they came in. Oh, that's cool. And if you set us up again, then we could start. Use your swipes or shoot them and kill them in that bubble, and they would evaporate and they'll go to like skeleton and then blow up afterwards. That's cool. Which was really sort of like visually, like compared to the like destruction of the devastator the yeah, devastator like the and the pyromancer well, it was like a nice compliment i like the idea that there's because co-op shooters like this they need to have moves that benefit other players yeah. because it's one of the things where finding a balance between you know working together and trying to get the best loot for yourself yeah. is quite difficult in some games but if you have moves that are like right i'm going in with a shotgun can you weaken him up by i don't know lifting him up in the air or putting him in the time bubble yeah. uh, it's like okay you do that but when you're there throw some grenades over and flush this guy out yeah. whatever like that's the type of combat that i absolutely love and it's unfortunately the thing that was missing from like anthem yeah it was like because the combat in anthem is good but it made you feel like you were the most important person and that you should never yeah. bother helping your team yeah. same with destiny in some areas as well like you were all unique but you weren't really sort of supporting each other unless you were like professional like players of the you game. can certainly see influences of those games there well, like especially I mean, in the I menu system destiny the menu system i had flashbacks to that oh, really? with, with anthem uh, just you go into the the hub world of uh, Outriders, mm -hmm. and you remember that uh, E3 trailer around film where it was bustling. There were people yeah, everywhere the one that never actually came to materialize, and there was no one there. This one, at least, you had people there, and also it ties back to the real world, like mm -hmm. records being used as decorations, yeah, I saw that. and other little sort of like villages and stuff. And you oh, can apparently also, that moves, doesn't it? That the, yeah. that's um, all well, kind of part of it. Getting your, your truck system. and move, your which truck. we 
They, wait, so, wait, so the village is on the back of a truck? It, it is a truck, isn't it? Isn't no, no, a truck? there are still no, resettlements you can go to throughout the world, oh, but that's cool. they'll be emphasizing that you have a, like a truck to travel to, I believe there are like something like eight zones around mm -hmm, the planet. Mm -hmm. And I assume that will dictate what type of environment you're fighting in. So it'd yeah, be like yeah, your classic but, fire, magma zone, trash zone. We didn't get to see um, any of the truck just okay. yet. Yep. But yeah, the, the environment seemed good and uh, you could pick up side quests from there, which um, we missed oh, in the first way through. Can we talk about what happened with the guy who got pushed off the stairs? Because we've not way? talked about this. Which, like, So there was a point where we... we in real life? Uh, yes, this was in the middle of the game. <laughs> yeah. uh, he just landed next to me. But um, we were we were all running around. It was when we, there was all three of us yeah. we were just kind of running around this place, like really just kind of letting it wash over us. Like, mm -hmm. wow, this is incredible. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com since 2013 bombas has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness if we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And then I think it was either you or the other guy commented saying, oh, look at these guys. They're all bullying somebody at the top of these stairs. And we all went, oh, yeah, that's weird. And then we went off and did like the side mission, I believe, and then came back. And then we all went, oh, I wonder what happened to that guy who got bullied. And then we saw everyone looking down these stairs, and we like walked down the stairs, and there was just a splattered body on the Oh, the blamange, oh, yeah, right. he just went into goo. Like, he just proper was wasted there. Oh, wow. So, so can you interact with stuff like that in the hub world? Uh, at that we point, necessarily it, it was weird because we thought it was eternally hanging there, and then we came back and things were changing. Like It was, oh, it was almost like cool. the environment yeah. now, progresses again, a bit. Again, that's another thing that I kind of, like find is very hard to get right in games like uh borderlands uh, did that thing where they have a hub world that you always go back to mm. uh, borderlands 3 and stuff would change bit by bit and yeah. that felt like you were progressing yeah but i like it when you like if you don't deal with this then something's gonna yeah. happen like oh <laughs> that's interesting did you get to chat to the developers about that sort of like little details and things like that uh we i think yeah, we I think we missed because it was we, such a blink and you missed it thing of wait what that just that 
That was from before. Like, and it just kind of, yeah, we just kind of screwed on with the main mission then. But, yeah. but those little details are so good at world building yeah. because, mm. like, from that one instance there, you get that, like, the humanity that you're fighting for isn't uh, united at the moment. No it's still picking on the weak. It's still doing all of these things. So I assume that there's questions of whether you are in the right for trying to colonize this world yeah. in the first place. Either uh, Is that sort of, like, addressed in the game? You're or? sort of coming back to this mess after not knowing how long has passed. And I, yeah. I don't mean we'll say how long has passed just because... um. Libra is a surprise for yeah, the yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like, oh, things have certainly changed yeah. from where it was. Because when you first like sort of land again, it felt like this whole like alienish, like sort mm. of like you look you look like you was wearing Mass Effect like sort of like really clothing did. at some yeah. point. Yeah. And from there it just goes to insane Mad Max, like sort of like let's put bones on things and stuff like that yeah. the characters really develop from that early stage of the game obviously I won't, won't speak too much about it but people you meet early on you go oh they're this mm. when you meet them at that next point in the t after the time jump you're like whoa this planet has had an effect on people yeah it's a slight tangent here. Mm -hmm. I always wonder, what do you guys think is the reasonable amount of years before you start becoming Mad Max punk after the uh, world apocalypse happens? So say say yeah. we're here, we're here in Gateshead right now, and I know it's very hard to know when the apocalypse will hit due to the state of this entire city, but yep. let's just say it has happened today. Okay. How long, theoretically, until I could start putting cat bones onto my jackets without it being weird? Hmm. I see. I'd probably think it'd be a bit longer than 30, 40 years, maybe. Oh, nah, so I'm going two years. I'm, <laughs> so so you're saying that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be alive technically to, in order to be like my 60th birthday or my 70th oh, birthday. Oh, be, <laughs> finally, I can wear it. You'd be like, rebuilt society now, Jules. Like, oh, no, but I get to wear my bone necklace. Ah, no, you'd be the, um, by then, you'd be, you know, the little guy in Mad Max that they stick in the chair. Oh, what? I'd be, I'd be the, the oh, with yeah. Lord Humongous and whatever his name <laughs> yeah. is. Brilliant. Yeah, so to be carried around. I don't know, maybe like 20 years? Do you think it goes... It, it, you get a blackout. You very quickly have to like think on your feet. I, I'd yeah. say two years, personally. Just yeah. a couple of years. I think I think you're in that position. You've been a couple of years. What what, years. Why don't you let us know, actually, about this in the... Uh, I was going to say in the comments, but we are fully uh, audio now. So we've got the hashtag running on uh, Twitter, which is hashtag WCG... P. And I have to say it that slowly because I get so confused and I keep on thinking of RPD. I keep thinking of uh, Raccoon Police Department. Yeah. I, I, I keep doing that. But um, yeah, send us a question on there because then that way, let us know when you think it's feasible to start wearing bone armor in yeah. the apocalypse. Countdown. I know that this has got nothing to do with Outriders, but I just thought it was a little nice. Yeah, well, it's, it's, their catchphrase at the moment is sci-fi meets savagery. So, oh, you there know. we yeah. go then. Yeah. That's, but it's so apt because it is that thing of, I think, where we come into the world um, we had all these kind of, the weapons are quite, quite, I don't know, not automated, but they're, okay. they're very kind of not far off where we are now in terms mm -hmm. of technology. And then from, from the sounds of things, as the game kind of progresses, things get warped and you get this kind of technology being completely kind Almost of like rewrote, like yeah. rewritten, like if the evolution of a tech state. The um, one thing I did notice is that when you guys were in the store, um, mm -hmm. having a look around at some of the equipment, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got your basic guns on the left there and it's got all of your rarity classes by like yeah, the purple, yeah. golds, whatever. But every single one had like a different name and like a different permutation on it as well. Yeah. So I'm assuming that they are really pushing that this has got a ton of customization yeah. for your weapons as well. We, and we I didn't even hit the tip of the can, iceberg. Can you we? go into the weapons themselves and customize them further? Not or is it just, just, yeah, I'm not sure because okay. again, like we saw um, in some trailers that the organic look and stuff. So mm -hmm. I think you could go uh, quite far up into like the, 
the upgrading sort of so type. So you could basically like take a gun, put some black goop on it, turn it yeah. into like a, a Stick tiny it, uh, skeleton. There you go. Bang, well, bang, some bang. of the actual uh, characters that we saw, didn't we, when we were looking around the kind of venue, like the actual progression, because when you've got these webs, whatever they are, the chains of um, yeah. evolution of your character, mm -hmm. at the very end of that chain, you kind of saw like a rough outline of where your character could, could get Ooh, to. okay. And it just looks frightening i think Good. i think you might end up a bit more looking like the the big captain guy that we faced at the it end it looked yeah. like, like mutation from this power is going to be a yeah. big big factor of it as well. like we didn't know that but that's why yeah. <laughs> yeah, i loved yeah. it i was like hello kanumbi <laughs> that we yeah well, so we didn't weren't told that but i that's what i would expect to happen uh also like it's it's weird because like when you fight together like you use your abilities and this will help you get a heal buff and like mm -hmm. it's more it encourages you to be aggressive to like get through combat situations as well. I mean, I've always found that um, if you're going to build a game around combat, it's yeah. got to be good. Yeah. Did it feel good to shoot the guns? Well, like, because that's some games I've played like this, they tout themselves as being like, oh, we're brilliant. And, blah, 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 yeah, blah. and yeah. it's just like, it doesn't feel, it feels too floaty or the, the running cycle doesn't feel right or something. How did it feel to play? It definitely, I think it depends on who you are. As okay. a person, in terms of what weapons you like, for me, like when it comes to snipers, things like that, I was enjoying that. Mm -hmm. The assault rifles, I wasn't massive on, just purely because in terms of the actual people you're coming up against, your they seem maybe, they seem to take a lot of bullets. Yeah. Whereas with the shotguns, when you got within a, a nice range, you could kind of take them down quite easily. Yeah. And then the snipers were quite effective as well. So mm. I think it's telling that when you switch to the pistol, you or you automatically had two pistols and yeah, you were sort of like dual wielding. But I um, at first some of them felt a bit sort of spongy, but when we played the second time, mm -hmm. we um, did a side quest. They buffed you up by that mm -hmm. point. And um, the side quests actually had substance to them because we got rewarded guns, which yeah. were then melting through these people. But that's the that's the point, isn't it? They want yeah. you to feel empowered. Like we got such such better guns, like I'd say twice as better from when we just ran through the that's game good. without... Because we, we weren't sort of like... We weren't really paying attention. We were, we were sort of critical of path in the first so time. Mm -hmm. And something else on like the side quests is there's something that happens in a sort of cutscene beforehand and you think, oh, that'll be answered down the line. Yeah. No, one of these side quests that we got to do sort of finished that little exchange you had with the characters. Like, oh, this is nice. Like, you can, um, you wouldn't expect that to be somewhere where you could miss. Yeah. Kind okay. of like, it's like, you know, like sometimes you have like a quest, like a Fallout or a Mass Effect. Yeah. And you can kind of like leave that till later. And it then suddenly a, you'll come across that person and they'll have an option for dialogue and you're like, I don't remember ever accepting this quest. Yeah. yeah. And then just shoot them in the face. Yep. Yeah. Classic. Classic. But um, yeah, the weapons, I, I think I would play through this with a shotgun and an assault rifle. Like, I don't know if I can, after I was the trickster and I felt like you had to be a bit more laid back. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to get in their face and just throw <laughs> so the fire at them. Yeah, I mean, I fell in love with the pyromancer pretty quickly. I was saying to Gareth when we was playing it, I was like, you know what, this is actually just, I just like the pyromancer. Like, you could be the trickster and teleport around and be a bit clever. I just want to shotgun people in the face. It looked like there was tons of abilities as well. Like, yeah. it looked like um, from the ones that you guys had access yeah. to, there was still like yep. skill trees that had tons of extra stuff. We just there. got to use three out of the, um, I think, a little like 15 or so yeah, per nice. character, even more sort of thing but we show the skill tree in the video but yeah the, the powers i just had the basic ones if they were it i mean they some of them had shared the same dna yeah but they were very sort of satisfying i like the fact that you could customize your um character like yeah. fully as well like i was watching you guys build the face of the uh, female that yeah, you're playing like as. the scars and there's, there's and like loads of stuff that, yeah. and the graphics look really nice as well i was saying as well like it's not like uh like 
what's things up outer worlds not yeah. wilds yeah. where you give yourself a face you never see your face again yeah. it's like give, yourself a, give yourself a face here's a helmet even if you've got cool helmets like a star lord um that's yeah going back to, yeah i saw that, that you got that one yeah in um the game like it's good that they take them off for the cutscenes and things like that yeah, so yeah, that's cool you still feel like it's your character and that's like, the one odd mm. thing about the cutscenes though if you're in it like a co-op together like with three people you'd still primarily be the lead your character would be the lead person no I think that does the thing where it makes you the one the special yeah. one sort I of think thing, that, yeah. that kind of makes sense yeah. because I found that quite weird when um, when you're playing Red Dead 2 online mm. and they were like oh I'm running up to this person and we're all in a posse yeah. who's going to be the leader and it would just randomly choose one of them to be and I was yeah. like it kind of makes sense that you're sharing the responsibility but at the same time you want your it's character nice to be the, yeah. the, the, the front and centre yeah. like if a person's addressing the group they you really want them to address you yeah like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm that glad. Makes sense actually, yeah. I'm glad that they've done that in in a way in a weird way. Like because otherwise, imagine if it was like you were playing um, online and all of a sudden Benroy's character <laughs> yeah, was in the lead. You'd be like, oh well, I guess I've got to listen to Benroy then. Yeah, I, I just think that this game they're taking chances with some of the things, and I think it's going to be sort of like because it's going to be cross gen. But we it's weird to see that. DNA from old games, yeah. and then trying to take it in their their own well, new stance forward. So the um, so the Gears of War developers had like quite a hand in the combat side of this. You can tell because yeah. of the fact that it's like got that chest high wall scenario. Yeah. Did it actually manage to feel fresh enough to carry on playing? Because with the likes of Destiny, with the likes of Borderlands, looter shooters, with the likes of Gears of War, obviously still being very very relevant what's the odds of Outriders breaking the market? You can be completely honest here because we like we got sent out there, but it doesn't yeah. mean that we have to be like... The, again, at first, when we did our first encounter after like the intro bit, mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking that this seemed like a box standard shooter. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you get the powers and I got the confidence to just run around, I saw this click over me and I went from, okay, I'm going to go and see this game and I've known nothing about it. I'll give it a shot to you know what I think I might want to get this I really think, uh, there you go I think I might want to get my other two friends to buy this and you know there you go there's three of us and it's a three player co-op game well this is the thing there's this three player co-op of four classes yeah I'm starting to think mm. like they're not going to try and sneak in an asymmetrical versus one other person are they I mean do you think they could uh, if they're marketing it as I don't know that we haven't seen enough like yeah. what if they turn around and just say like there's also another multiplayer mode where one of you can be the bad guy and lead the waves against you I'd love that though I'd just love to be the electrified madman just the captain yeah waves. with the living yeah. gun but, um, come on so gunny good. we're going on a little <laughs> holiday very sweet yeah having played I feel like a few of the sort of similar types of these games now it felt like a nice mold between a few of them mm-hmm. to where I'm getting a bit like every if they said this game wasn't a live service and I'll get like oh this is another live service or oh, it's another battle pass for thing. I don't want things to feel like a job yeah, yeah, but this yeah. felt like something that I could go to actually have sit down and have like a chat like with my friends playing this and shoot some shoot some space people that have been you know with the black goo and then just find out how this mystery in humanity happens we said this as well it feels like the kind of game where you could play it through a couple of times and have a completely mm. different experience every time that's always good as well because yeah. the, the replayability of value for money is so important mm. in this day and age so Outriders are sounding very very tempting to be yeah. honest I mean like I was annoyed in the fact that I couldn't go out and play it with you guys but at the same time I'm glad that we did get to get some hands on yeah. with it so Obviously, as we get more and more info, we'll be making yeah. sure to pass it on to the lovely people that are listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and the beautiful people who subscribe over on the What Culture Gaming channel as well. But here's the thing. If you've got any questions for us, then why not send them to us on Twitter at hashtag WCP. WCP.
PG. I almost said D again. D D Dilemby. How is it GP then? But yeah, and we'll answer any questions that you guys send through, which will be lovely to make sure that we can answer and keep you guys in the loop as much as possible. But where are you going to send them to us? Well, you can do so by following the uh, What Culture Gaming Pod, uh, What Culture Gaming Twitter, which yes. I'm pretty sure is just WC Gaming. WC Gaming. Yes. There we go. Oh, I'm starting to get this right now. You can follow myself at Retro J with a zero over on Twitter. You can follow Gareth at G Morgan zero four. Ooh, and you can yes. follow Benroy at at Benroy Turner. He's there lucky he in the fact that he's got his own actual name. I was. So, did I tell you that some guy actually like got in touch with me. He owns the original Retro J, like without the zero in. oh yeah and, oh is he getting and he's you know he just said like he goes you can have it i don't use it anymore you can have oh. it and then i was like do i want to because i, I spent I am, i've huh? spent i've spent so long saying with a zero that i now yeah. i'm just kind of like it feels weird to not I all, that's, like, uh, all that stuff would be redundant yeah it would but be. like at least none of us i mean like, you've got numbers at the end of your story but like you know like I'm unfortunately lucky like, number mine's a lucky number like a, a like like colin salmon's got 24 at the end of his and you oh. just sometimes you're just taking that's just showing his power yeah. rating out of 23 <laughs> yeah. yeah so there we go oh. colin salmon if you're listening to this thank you for liking the last uh, podcast that we did on resident evil it was all just fun and games we do actually like you and we also want you to take ben Roy out for a pint please please he was just like oh, yes okay bro. yes <laughs> it's but, happening but thank you so much for listening to this podcast we hope that you've enjoyed this little chat about outriders and are you excited about it send us uh, questions and thoughts over on twitter but until then we'll speak to you soon goodbye from me and goodbye from gareth <laughs> sorry they were looking at me like you don't sign this off like a video jules and i'm like yeah i've just realized that now as a goodbye from me it's a goodbye from gareth it is. It's a cup of goodbye from me. And Ben Roy, do you have anything to say in your closing remarks before this train wreck pulls into the station and kills everyone? Um, I'm very tired. <laughs> oh, right, we'll speak to you soon, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.